You know that scene from Always Sunny where Charlie's got the red lines all over all the maps and he's trying to piece it together and he looks like crazy? That's what the, the MAGA shill influencer network looks like right now. Wait a minute. Bill Barr turned on Donald Trump. He's uniparty. He's bought and paid. He's deep state, deep state. Where we go when we go all drink the Kool-Aid. Yet he appointed Durham that cleared Trump. I'm just curious how this uh, anthill or spiderweb of your logic works. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Savage Show Podcast. I am your host, John Burke. It is a freaking hot, hot day here in Dallas, Texas. Man, it is getting, it is so humid. I grew up in the Gulf of Mexico down by uh, Beaumont, Texas. And the weather down there, normally it's it gets pretty hot, but it's the humidity that really does it for you. I don't know what's going on because Dallas, well, we're actually based out of Richardson. It's starting to feel just like that. It's getting miserable. Like just miserable. Sorry, I couldn't make it. I couldn't be there with you yesterday, folks. I had a house project. I've been trying to get a, a back patio poured for the longest time. 
And again, this is where the libertarianism comes out in me. It's the idea of, um, and again, this is where the libertarian that I have to get a permit for everything. Like I, I, this is the first time I've undergone this type of project. And of course I knew there was going to be paperwork and things like that, but I actually had to get approval from the HOA. And the project is to pour a 15 by 15 concrete slab and then put a perugula on top of it just off my back deck. So I had to go through the HOA to get approval for that, which is beyond me. I don't know why I have to do that. It's my property. And then secondly, I have to get a permit from the city and the city permit took like three months. They came out yesterday and they did it in like four hours. Four hours. That's how long it took them. And then I got a I got an email this morning from my HOA talking about how now the city that I live in is requiring permits to drive golf carts on the roads. I'm I don't even know where I stand on this stuff anymore. It has gotten so it's gotten so ridiculous because now you know, I, I don't know if I really agree with the golf cart being on the road to begin with because roads are made. Look, I'm going to say it. That includes bicyclists. Get on the pavement or get on the sidewalk. I think it's fair. Enough. Or hug the curb. Roads are meant for driving. I, I know. I'm going to get pushback on that. I don't care. I There is nothing more aggravating than being on a highway and being stuck behind some cyclist, you know, and it's just like, no, no. That That's just me. That's just me. Cameron, Cameron, <laughs> I'm just saying. So they came out yesterday, they poured the concrete. Oh my God, it was a hot day. Um, I was out there with them. I've got a, a chicken coop thing. I'm trying to build up another one, a bigger one for the chickens. And uh, yeah, to get the, get the lawn cut, all that stuff. And you know, you get done with it and that sun just takes it out of you, just drains you. Whew. Maybe Greta was right. I'm kidding. I'm only kidding. Chill out, relax, folks. Oh my gosh. Before we get into it, what's up to my Rumble fam? What's up to my Kick fam? Uh, we are streaming for the first time on Twitter, uh, AA Savage Show. Appreciate all the retweets and love over there. Apparently, I'm known in the Twitter community over in the guidelines section. They don't like me very much. I'm sorry if I offend you with jokes and humor. That must be difficult for you. They'll probably ban me again. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So much in the news. Did you see the interview? Did you see the Trump interview with Brett Barr? Mm, we're going to go over that. We're going to go over that. We got the lost sub. If you've not been tracking this story, very scary. Um, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine. We got Hunter Biden. Uh, and then next Tuesday, I'll be on Alex Stein, primetime with Alex Stein 99 over on Blaze Media. I'll be on his show. I think it's this Tuesday at roughly 4, 5, 6 p.m. CST, I think it is. I'm not sure when Alex's show airs. Um, but I will be over there. So it'll be this Tuesday. That should be a fun time. Looking forward to that. And uh, I hope all of you are doing good. I mean that. I hope you're having a great day. It is roughly 12.08 p.m. CST here in Richmond, Texas. Woke up late. I watched Extraction 2 last night. Look, I was on a, a Shellshock CBD Halo gummy. Yeah, that's right. They're amazing. Um, and normally we watch Big Bang Theory. We'll make I grilled last night. It was a nice chill evening. And we'll watch Big Bang Theory or some other kind of 30-minute episodes before we get tired and go to bed. And I was just perusing, and I saw Extraction 2 had just been, was on there. And I was like, I didn't even know they released it. I didn't, I didn't know there was one. I know they were in talks of doing it because I think the first extraction was in 2020 or 2020, excuse me. And then 2023, they just dropped one. It was actually really good. 
I don't think it was as good as the first one, but also because that's the newness, the reality of the the situation is like, you know, it is it is something brand new. The camera work, the cinematography was incredible. The fight scenes were just amazing. Um, but yeah, you should definitely check it out. I, it was still a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, both of them are amazing movies and I'm not going to leave it. I'm not going to spoil it, but it definitely leaves it open for, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but still it was really good. Uh, Idris Elba was in the second one. I, mean, I hope, yeah, I, am I the only one? I hope he's the next James Bond. Idris Elba is an amazing actor. And everybody talks about they want to have intersectionality and representation. Look, great. I just think he's an amazing actor. He's, he's very, um, politics aside, I don't care. But I think he's a very talented actor. But we'll say that or Henry Cavill. But I don't know if Henry Cavill could actually pull it off. Um, Henry Cavill being Superman, Man of Steel, The Witcher. I don't know if he could pull it off. I don't know. I don't know. But before we get into today's episode, folks, hey, you know, you know who sponsored this. Sponsors the show, shellshockcbd.com. Folks, if you've got aches and pains, if you can't sleep, if you're just looking to get stoned, yeah, I said it, that's right. If you're just looking to get stoned, well, we can help you out. Shellshockcbd.com, veteran-owned, made right here in America. We've got products that are going to help you sleep, products that are going to help you get you stoned, we got products that help you with pain, inflammation. We've got our topicals. We've even got pet treats for CBD. Have you seen this? It's amazing. And did I also mention, folks, every single one of our products, money-back guarantee. Come on. Who else offers that to that level? Come on. Come on, folks. Come on. But seriously, check yeah, like seriously, check it out. <laughs> nah. Uh, again, shellshockcbd.com made right here in Texas. No foreign imports. Everything is third party tested. You know, the biggest question I get is, John, will I fail a drug test? Everything is clearly marked on the website. The things that do contain THC, things that do not go check that out. What are you waiting for folks? Again, money back guarantee. I don't endorse any product. I don't personally stand behind. That's why Shellshock has been very successful as the leading veteran owned CBD brand in the nation. You can't beat that. Folks, again, shellshockcbd.com. If you haven't checked it out, we've got the um, pineapple gummies, the fallout gummies for $39.99. If you've got anxiety and stress, you don't want to pop on a drug test. These are THC-free, but they will help curb your anxiety. I actually had a, I think it was Friday. Friday, I woke up and I just felt like just very anxious business stuff, yada, yada, yada. And then I took some CBD drops from the bomb drops uh, and within 20 minutes, Back to normal, feeling good, chill, not high, and complete control of my faculties. Give it a shot, folks. No, this does not cure cancer. This is not going to make you grow a tail. People advertise it in the wrong capacity, unfortunately, and that's why CBD gets a bad rep. And don't buy your CBD from a gas station or Walmart, please. If you're going to try CBD, give us a shot. You at least have a money-back guarantee to where if it doesn't work, but you're getting plain, like prime, uncut, Colombian Bam Bam CBD. No, it's not Colombian Bam Bam, but you know where I'm going with this. Go check it out. All right, folks. Also, 1920 brand. If you haven't checked this one out, you should. 1920brand.com. These are both our companies, folks. You want to support a American-loving, veteran-owned brand company? Do you like whiskey? Well, of course you do. You're an alcoholic. You listen to the show. No, not really. I don't know. You know, I'm going with that. But again, 1920 brand. Again, we make this ourselves right here in America. Texas-owned, veteran-owned, yada, yada, yada. 1920brand.com. First flavor we've got is the old-fashioned cocktail syrup, traditional. Makes roughly 32 cocktails, 16 ounces. But I would recommend only using one ounce instead of two. 
but these things are incredible. We've got the bar mats. We've got the engraved glasses. Again, 1920brand.com. What are you waiting for? Get over there. Get yourself a great deal. These are amazing products, folks. Again, uh, we love this. We really appreciate all the love and support we've gotten from launching this company. Uh, Y'all have been phenomenal and instrumental in making these things massive successes. Thank you so much. And again, that is 1920brand.com. All right. Josh will be in later today. He's, oh, the saga of Josh continues. That poor man. That poor man and his house. So for those that don't know, if maybe you're a first-time listener, my partner Josh, who's also a co-host on the show, had his pipes redone. And no, that's not a euphemism. Um, his, his plumbing pipes were cast iron. I think his house is built in like 75, 76. And so it's like the, the, the worst nightmare you can think of when it comes to a home uh, project to where it starts with one small thing and then just becomes exacerbated to such a level that now you're like, he's, he's basically, it started with the plumbing and now they're rooting up the entire thing, had to dig a 10 foot under his house to pull all the piping, he has to remodel his bathroom. It's bad, but he'll be in later on today. Uh, he said he's sorry for not being able to make it to the uh, to the show, but uh, you know, we're going to continue on. We're, we're going to continue on without him. All right, before we get into it, folks, you know the drill. Hit that share button. Tag us, share us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Your shares help us out quite a lot. Folks, we are heavily ready. I still haven't gotten my John Burke 1775 account back on Instagram. It got banned for no reason. I think it was because they thought I was an impersonator because I have my John Burke 1776, it's my political account, and then John Burke 1775, which is my personal account. I've had to redo it. I'm still waiting to hear back. I'm not holding my breath on that one. But anyway, all right. The, the submarine, good Lord. Can you, can you imagine being on the submarine? Um, here we go. Coast Guard, uh, new assets arrive in search for open gate Titan sub after Canadians the pick University up underwater of Alabama Didn't Online. I read, I read an article yesterday over about that the people that hired the sub and certificate pilots, programs. forgive me if I get Flexible, that one wrong, they did it based upon a woke priority. Legendary. Am I wrong on that one? Visit online.ua.edu. Hold on, let me mute this real quick. Am I, am I wrong on that one? Didn't they say it was a diversity hire? I think they said they did. There we go. I had to mute the audio. Sorry about that. New assets arrive in search for open gate Titan sub after Canadians pick up underwater noises. The search for the missing open gate Titan submarine, which disappeared Sunday during a dive to the wreckage of the Titanic in the Atlantic Ocean, is now in its fourth day. Coast Guard estimated Tuesday afternoon that there were about 40 to 41 hours of oxygen remaining on the vessel, which is carrying five people. Yeah, I think the article talked about like they didn't want to hire 50-year-old white dudes. Which, you know, the funny, ironic, well, I mean, it's not funny, but the ironic thing about their diversity hire is that I'm wondering whose fault this is. Clearly, you know... <clears throat> Uh, the CEO didn't want 50-year-old white men because they weren't inspirational. White men built America. Are you kidding me? Like, they're not inspirational. No, they're not inspirational to you because you're guilt-ridden. You're a self-hating, white, liberal-loving idiot. Are you kidding me with this? They're not inspirational? I mean, I'm sorry. Didn't we have some white people walk on the moon? Didn't white people discover the Titanic? White people have done quite a lot. They're not inspirational? Get out of here. Get out of here. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, folks. Come on. Ugh. 
And don't forget the podcasts are still going to be available now on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Still getting the other podcast platforms unscrewed, but we're getting there. We are getting there. So make sure you check us out. We're on iTunes, All American Savage Show and Spotify. We're also on various other platforms as well. Look for updated episodes. There's still some podcasts, older podcast episodes out there. They're not being updated. So just watch out for that one. Um, Coast Guard says it doesn't know what continuing detected noises are in the Titan search area. Uh, they told reporters Wednesday, the Coast Guard isn't sure what the underwater noises a Canadian P-3 aircraft picked up in the Titan search area. We don't know what they are, he said. The good news is that I can tell you is we're searching in the area where the noises were detected and will continue to do so. Coast Guard posted on Twitter early Wednesday morning that a Canadian P-3 aircraft detected underwater noises in the search area. Now, I'm not, I didn't read too much into this yet. Why were they going back to this? I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Don't get me wrong. But why were they going back to the Titanic? Can anybody tell me that? Why, why were they going back to and Again, I'm not trying to point fingers here or do anything, say anything that there's any wrongdoing. But um, is that just me? Interested on that. But apparently, uh, critical equipment arrives in last chance effort to save Titanic sub passengers. A search crews desperately racing against time to save the passengers on the missing Titanic bound sub had three U.S. Air Force planes deliver critical equipment and tools to Canada late Tuesday in what was described as the last chance to rescue them. It's like 200000 per person. Whew. Oh, it's a tour. It was a. It was a tour. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait a second. It was a tour. Would you? Would okay? So let's just let's let's take take. Hold on, hold on. Let's just say we're all millionaires and we've got money to just blow. We'll just say we'll we'll call ourselves Bernie Sanders. How about that? We'll go. We'll go. We just got money to blow. I mean, we've got three homes and we're a proclaimed socialist. Would you? Um, would would you pay two hundred thousand? Would you go tour the Titanic in a sub? Isn't it like one to two miles down? No, sorry. I know white people do stupid things, but no, absolutely not. I'm not a scientist. Good Lord. Because honestly, to see it through a porthole versus just see it on my screen, I'm okay with the screen. And you save $200,000. I think that's, that makes sense. $200,000. Now, I hope I do hope they get rescued. I, you know, I, I sound very crass and emotionless because nine times out of ten I usually am. But no, I hope they do get rescued. I sincerely mean that. The massive C-17 Globemasters, which were believed to have flown from New Jersey and North Carolina, landed late Tuesday at St. John's Airport in Newfoundland, where they were met by several flatbed trucks, according to the UK's Metro. The cargo was frantically placed onto the trucks, which made their way to a police escort to the waiting horizon Arctic. Uh, a Canadian supply ship that set sail soon after on the 15-hour, 400-mile voyage to the area where the Ocean Gate Expedition's Titan went missing. Don't they have GPS on these things? Nah, clearly they don't, but I'm just kind of, like, confused on this one. We can locate the Titanic, but they didn't have any kind of parameter on the sub to where if it did go missing, there was a, a, a means of GPS location. Hobo Chili in the chest. I hope nobody farts in that sub. Well, they're saying like they only have 40 hours of oxygen. They said that yesterday. 
Um, this is the last kick at it. This is the last chance. There's no other chance other than this ROV underwater vehicle, said a man at the dock who claimed he would be part of the Horizon crew, who claimed he would be part of the other day. Okay. I'm hoping for the best. I'm really, really hoping it would be a tragedy for everyone if this if it, this is not found. A tragedy on top of a tragedy added. You know those people, like, that, that tourism company is done. Done. I mean, would you, the Yelp reviews on this lost a sub, one star, wouldn't recommend. Just throwing that out there. And the fact that you want to go look at, the, no, no, I'm sorry. It's the same as like wanting to go dive with white char, uh, great whites. No, you're insane. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's just, um, they say they have till 5 a.m. EST tomorrow, apparently. I, you know, I have a very good feeling they're going to rescue them. I think they will. I don't know. Some pictures and self photos. Um, man, they're going all out on this. Among the equipment loaded onto the ship was a giant roll of thick cable, two large machines with a blue frame and a high voltage sign on the side, and two heavy duty Hyundai winches, according to reports. Um, also loaded was a crate marked Pelagic Research Services. Pelagic Research. Okay, Massachusetts-based company that specializes in deep-sea rescue equipment, Metro reported. On its website, PRS said it had been contacted by Ocean Gate Expeditions to provide critical support in the current rescue operation of the submersible Titan in the North Atlantic. Um, currently, PRS is the... Okay, hold on. These are some photos of people in there. Uh, pilot stock rush, the CEO of ocean gate expedition one of the missing people on the sub. So this is wait, 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 he's the pilot. How is this a diversity hire? If he's white and he's a CEO. Uh, British billionaire Hamish Harding is also among those who are trapped aboard the Titan. Currently, PRS is in the process of mobilization as quickly as safely as possible to assist the search and rescue effort, it said. An airport official in Newfoundland told WGRZ that a plane arrived with a seven-foot-long submersible called Odysseus 6K, which a PRS rep said can dive down to 19,000 feet. U.S. Coast Guard Captain Jamie Frederick told reporters Tuesday night that there was only about 40 hours of oxygen left aboard the Titan. Uh, Pakistani father-son duo Shahzad Wright and Suleimani Dawood are said to be on the submersible Titan as well. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, missing aboard the sub is French Titanic expert Paul Henry Nargoliath. When asked if thought the Horizon Arctic will arrive on time, he said, I don't know the answer to that question. What I will tell you is that we will do everything in our power to effect a rescue, the CBC reported. This is a complex search, and it's complex for a variety of reasons. Logistically speaking, it's hard to bring assets to bear. It takes time. It takes coordination, he added. Um, okay, so we're going with a, uh, here's, okay, thank God. Um, here's the basic breakdown of what's happening. Taurus submersible exploring Titanic wreckage disappears in Atlantic Ocean. What we know a submersible on pricey tourist expedition to the Titanic shipwreck in the Atlantic Ocean has vanished with likely only four days' worth of oxygen. The U.S. Coast Guard said the small submarine began its journey underwater with five passengers Sunday morning, and the Canadian reserve vessel that it was working with lost contact with the crew about an hour and 45 minutes into the dive. Who is on board? The family of world explorer Hamish Harding confirmed on Facebook that he was among the five traveling with the missing submersible. 
Uh, Harding, a British businessman who previously paid for a space ride aboard the Blue Origin rocket last year, shared a photo of himself singing or signing a banner for Ocean Gate's latest voyage to the shipwreck. Also on board, Pakistani energy and tech mogul Shinzad Dawood and his son Suleimani, or Suleimane, excuse me, 19, famed French diver and Titanic expert Paul Henry Nagarlik, and Ocean Gate founder and CEO Stockton Rush. Um, man, that is, uh, if you're looking at the photo with us and you're watching on uh, Twitch, or excuse me, not Twitch, Twitter, um, Rumble, or Keck, YouTube as well, John Burke official over on YouTube, um, you're seeing the makeup and the components of the submarine. You know, the submarine goes about, it's about 9.2 feet high, 22 feet long. In the rear is all the, uh, the equipment for, excuse me, the engine, propulsion, all that stuff. In the middle and front part, the front part being the acrylic viewpoint, it only sits one person. Everybody else is in the middle point with five inch thick outer walls powered by four electric thrusters, no seals for, pa- or no seats for passengers. Uh, rear section is unmanned. It contains oxygen tanks and electronics. Now, of course, they can't like get out of the submarine and go dive to the top with the oxygen tank. It's too pressure's too much. They'll just get crushed. Um, location of the wreck of the Titanic, position on June nineteenth. The submarine departs. Okay, it's just showing the uh, the timeline there. Oh my god, I, I'm just I'm just very curious. There was another submarine that was going down with them. I guess due to the fact there's like only one window, it looks like one forward facing window on the pilot. There's no other windows to see. It just, it's confusing how you lose contact with a sub unless you're just, you know, you're just going off of GPS. Um, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never been in one of these. I was infantry. I wasn't a submariner. I have no idea. This is out of my field of expertise. I have no clue. Uh, what's next? We're doing everything we can to locate the submersible and rescue those on board. Rear Admin, Real Ad, yeah, Rear Admiral John Mager told reports, in terms of the hours, we understood that was 96 hours of emergency capability from the operator. Coast Guard officials said they are currently focusing all their efforts on locating the sub first before deploying any vessel capable of reaching as far below as 12,500 feet where the Titanic wreck is located. So it sounds like the rescue sub they have can make it to the bottom there. While the Coast Guard has no submarine capable of reaching those depths, officials are working around the clock to, to make sure a vessel is ready if and when Titan sub is located. As of Tuesday afternoon, officials said there was only 40 hours of oxygen left on the Titan. Mauger, first district commander and leader of the search and rescue mission, said the U.S. was coordinating with Canada and the operation. Meanwhile, the U.S. Coast Guard said late Tuesday it has established a unified command with its Canadian counterpart in Oceagate Expeditions. This is a complex search effort with require, which requires multiple agencies with subject matter experts and specialized equipment uh, which we have gained through unified command, Frederick said in a statement. There's a photo of the submersible going down. Like, oh, man, sorry. I'm not claustrophobic, but to go down into the blue depths where it's darkness. Yeah, no, <laughs> just no. Sorry, not going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Also en route to the site is the Royal Canadian's Navy's HMCS Glace Bay, which is equipped with a six-person hyperbaric recompression chamber, but it's not expected to arrive until midday Thursday, according to the CBC. Dr. Ken Ledzit, a hyperbaric medicine specialist from Memorial University, told you the outlet that if the five people are still alive, they face risks of hypothermia, lack of oxygen, and an excess of carbon dioxide. After a while, you won't have movement or muscle strength, Led said. Your reasoning will decline and you will lose consciousness the colder you get. 
Uh, if the Titan runs out of oxygen, he explained, the people will quickly lose consciousness. But even if they have air, they could be at risk if they lose electrical power and have no way to filter out the carbon dioxide from their breath. The expert noted they could disassemble the equipment used to filter out CO2 and spread it across the sub's floor in a last-ditch effort, effort to save their lives. That's just so sad. That's scary. I can't even imagine being in their position. And off the top of my head, I'm, I'm very curious. I don't think in the search for Titanic in that area, any lives have been lost. Um, and I think, wasn't the Titanic discovered back in 84? Let me look this up real quick. When was the Titanic found? I think it was found in 84. 1985, the famed ocean liner which sank after hitting an iceberg April 14th, or 1912, was discovered in 1985 near Newfoundland under some 12,500 feet, 3,800 meters of water. Oh my gosh. I can't, yeah. And they talked about noises detected in hunt for missing Titanic submarine, but time is running out. Sonar boys uh, deployed to help search for a submarine that went missing while diving, but we know this part. Um, Trying to get more. Okay, while some observers have noted the vastness of the ocean and the huge depths involved, making a successful recovery tragically unlikely. Sonar boys deployed to search beneath the sea to perform underwater acoustic searches with their parent P-3 Orion aircraft have detected noise in the search area. The U.S. Coast Guard said in a statement this morning that Canadian P-3 aircraft detected underwater noises in the search area. As a result, remote-operated vehicle operations were relocated in an attempt to explore the origin of the noises. While that refocused search had yet to deliver results, searches are ongoing, the Coast Guard said, and the data has been passed to Navy experts for further analysis. The noise has been described as banging sounds in the area every 30 minutes. That's got to be. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to get but I mean... I would do the same thing every, you know, just have somebody constantly just banging on the thing just to send out a freaking a sound. Um, every 30 minutes, UK broadcaster GB News goes further, citing unnamed, well-connected sources who allegedly say the banging is, in fact, the sound of SOS being tapped out in Morse code, which, in the words of that source, demonstrates the passengers on board the submersible are very much alive and are calling for help. God help them. God be with them in this, because, again, I could not even imagine being in that situation. The claim has not been publicly discussed by the rescue authorities. Even if the submarine is found, recovering the aircraft and crew presents a major challenge. The water in which the RMS Titanic was lost in 1912 is exceptionally deep at around 12,500 feet, considerably deeper than the maximum official diving depth of even the most advanced military submarines, assuming the craft had made its way to the ocean floor. I mean, naturally, I would assume they would just, they have lost power. Because I mean, if you get lost, then you just go straight back up to the surface. I am just spitballing here. Again, never dealt with water, never dealt with boats. I did a pontoon boat last weekend. I mean, so clearly I'm an expert. But, oh my God. But I, I do have a, I have a good feeling. And then again, what do I know? God be with them. Hopefully they get rescued. That's just not a way to go. All right. Did you watch the Trump Brett Barr interview? I know you don't want to hear it. If you're MAGA, I get it. I know you don't want to go over this. But did you watch the interview? It does not make Trump look good at all. Talked about this on Twitter. Um, good Lord. It does not look good. 
in the interview, you can go listen to clips on YouTube and stuff like that. Trump literally kind of admitted his guilt. Basically, they were saying that, you know, the archives were asking for uh, the White House asking for things back. And he actually conceded the fact that, well, I have to go through it first. It was just like, oh, my God. The thing that the the issue that we're facing right here with the Trump indictment down in uh, Florida is that um, it feels like there is blind justice, or no, excuse me, not blind, very um, favoriting justice towards who the White House wants to prosecute. Now, Hunter Biden files in his garage next to his Corvette. That was not legally um, secured. Pence, Mike Pence, they're not going to pursue prosecution on him, but they are going after Trump. But Trump needs to stop. I, I don't know why he's doing these interviews. I don't get it. After watching this interview, I'm like, bro, his lawyers, has he even found lawyers yet? I don't think any lawyer wants to represent him anymore. He won't shut up. Legal experts react to Trump's interview with Brett Baer on Fox News. Numerous legal experts said former President Donald Trump's comments during a Monday evening appearance on Fox News could incriminate him. Now, this is the hard part. This is coming from Newsweek. And every MSM outlet has been so incredibly biased towards Trump for the last six to eight years that everything that comes down the pipeline is, we got him. We got him. We, I don't, we can't trust anybody to give us sound legal advice anymore because it seems like everything is coming with some type of biased opinion. I've seen it from MAGA lawyers. I've seen it from leftist lawyers. Nobody really knows who to believe anymore because it just everyone has their own political spin on this. And so for me, it's like when people ask me, John, what do you think? It's like, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I, I really wish I could tell you this. But it, from the sound of it and reading the indictments, it doesn't look good. But then again, I don't know. The indictments can be phrased in a certain way to where it makes it sound really bad. But, you know, when you look over this and I listen to the interview, it's like he literally just admitted it. And if that's what they're going after him for, he just gave them like a conviction or he just gave them a uh, an admission of guilt, I guess you could say. I don't know. Trump is who is seeking, again, this is coming from Newsweek, so keep that in mind. Trump was seeking another White House bid in 2024. Joined Fox News host Brett Baer for a one-on-one interview on Monday during which the former president was grilled about the Department of Justice, DOJ's investigation, and to whether he mishandled classified documentation after leaving office in 2021. Now, over on Twitter world, that's where a lot of the talk is going back and forth on. You can follow me over there at AA Savage Show. Um, over on the Twitter world, I noticed on the post from Brett Baer on this, that in the comments section, Trump supporters weren't refuting what Trump was saying, but instead going after Brent Baer for asking difficult questions or saying, why don't you go after Biden with the same veracity? And I just found it very interesting how nobody was actually talking about what Trump literally said. That's the issue. Brent Baer even went so far as to talk about how um, Trump has spent more on campaign ads going against Ron DeSantis than he has going against Joe Biden. And then Trump admitted, he conceded, he said, well, he's the number two. He's, he's a threat. I'm paraphrasing. Which I find it very funny because the MAGA Inc. influencers, by the way, DC Drano, I, I, bro, I, I want to talk about the censure of Adam Schiff again because DC Drano is now going at it with Thomas Massey and getting shredded. And I tweeted out, I was like, why doesn't Drano just debate Thomas Massey? Why doesn't he do this? Drano basically wants to circumvent the Constitution because of an emotional reaction to the left. He wants to say that Congress should be able to fine 
Adam Schiff, $16 million. Because as long as we can get the votes, it should be legal. That violates the Eighth Amendment. I don't like Adam Schiff. But Drano's now, his new defense is that if you don't, then you're siding with Adam Schiff. No, no, we're not. We just believe in the Constitution. And they talk about perjury. When senators and congressmen, representatives, excuse me, are on the debate floor and they're debating, they're not under oath. Do I think they should be? I don't know. I guess, yeah, maybe, I don't know. But the fact is the Constitution is very clearly laid out. And the thing that blows my mind is Congressman Massey, Thomas Massey goes in there and he lays this out verbatim for Drano and his followers. And Drano accuses Massey of a straw man argument. I'm sitting there just reading this and I'm just like, bro, it is literally in the Constitution. Even Cornell Law had an article written about this that Massey even shared. And I read it and I was like, yeah, he's got a point here. And those, and the reason they're doing this is because they, they were trying to go after anybody right now that is not in favor of Trump. Massey has stood against Trump once before. They're trying to alienate Massey from the GOP. They wanted, they, what they're wanting right now, what the Drano and his ilk are wanting is blind obedience to Donald Trump. And that we should be able to do anything we want as long as we can get the votes. The Constitution be damned to go after the left. Look, I'm all for going after the left. I agree with this. I'm 100% Adam Schiff should be brought up on charges. This guy helped facilitate this massive Russian fraud collusion. But this needs to be done the legal way. Because, folks, I know what your response is going to be. I get it. Well, the left doesn't play by the rules. You do realize if the right adopts the same tactics, then we are on the brink of a war. The Constitution's gone. Now, I, I feel like also that we have to be pragmatic about this. I just saw James O'Keefe's undercover thing about BlackRock, talking about buying senators, yada, yada. It's all corrupt. Don't get me wrong. It is all corrupt. So it kind of feels like being a, a pragmatic Puritan in regards to the Constitution is a dying thing. But we have to maintain some semblance of sanity. Because if we go off the rails of the Constitution and start going after these things that are basically not fund or excuse me, not um, constitutionally sound, then we go into chaos. We go into anarchy. Well, John, the left doesn't do it. I know. But what are the, what are alternatives? Because here's the other part. What happens when the left starts doing that to the right as far as $16 million fines? You do realize they view us as being full of hate speech, misinformation, all of these things. And they want to, they could easily say, we want to fine you for spreading misinformation. The sword swings two ways and people like Drano and the rest of them just don't get it. They just don't get it. So I tweeted out about a day or so ago, Drano, why don't you go debate Thomas Massey? Who's the other guy he's debating right now? Oh God, another libertarian. Let me find out who it is. Amish. Amish is going after Drano now. I think it's hilarious that Drano is now trying to take on the libertarian side of the house. And it's like, you're going to lose on this one. Let me pull up Amish. He, he did a tweet. Hold on. Amish, excuse me. He tweeted out a Drano 16 hours ago. He said, Uniparty shills are members of... Oh, hold on. This is from Drano. This is the new thing, Uniparty. Uniparty. It, before, it was controlled opposition. It was deep state. 
Yeah, this is a cult, folks. Listen to how Drano phrases this. This is cult rhetoric. Listen to this. He says, yes, I believe in uniparty shells. What is uniparty? What is uniparty? Vote to protect Adam Schiff. No. He intentionally misrepresents this. It's not a vote to protect Adam Schiff. It's a vote to protect the Constitution. So you got that one wrong. Vote to stop the vote. But he talked about Thomas Massey. Vote to stop the border wall. Vote to certify election fraud on J6. And vote to pass open-ended debt ceiling bill that funds the 87,000 IRS agents. What else was in the bill, Drano? Devin Nunes exposed illegal spying on Trump and Massey. Voted to protect Adam Schiff. The reason you disagree with this is why you are no longer in Congress. We are awake now. You notice how he tries to bring everybody into a group. We. We are awake now. And Amish replies to this. He says, Uniparty shills are members of Congress who vote with the Uniparty and then hide their actions behind partisan rhetoric. Uniparty shills are the ones that D.C. Drano upholds as heroes. Sorry, but Anna Paulina is bought and paid for by Trump. Her, Drano, and the rest of them are in league together. Oh, that's true, folks. It is true. But they knew this. They knew when they presented this bill, that $16 million, they would get people on the, within their own party saying, no, we can't agree to this, primarily the libertarians. And so what this does is it gives them a chance to say, look, they voted against us. They must be on Adams. They, they're trying to divide further those that are not going to be blindly obedient to Trump. This is a slimy tactic. But they've done this. A uniparty shill, this is from Justin Amish, a uniparty shill is someone like Nunes who voted with Schiff time and again to violate rights of millions of Americans and then feign outrage over abuses he repeatedly condoned. The embodiment of an anti-uniparty is someone like Massey who votes least with two parties of any sitting member of Congress and explains his action, actions to those he represents consistent with his stated principles. So I basically said, debate him. Debate him. Debate Thomas Massey. What has Drano got to be afraid of? Go debate Thomas on the constitutionality of that bill. And I love how they always talk about how the bill has a title. And within that bill is a lot of pork. But some of that pork can be actually pretty important. And, you know, if you're if you're not big in politics and you've never seen this play out before, they'll call the bill a certain title. On the last episode, we had Chris Nelson on the show. He explained this very clearly. And I was I very, appreciated, uh, very appreciative of him coming on the show and doing that. But you can put this bill and say, this bill is to cure childhood cancer. And some of the pork that is added to it are things that, like, maybe there's uh, gun rights infringements on that, yada, yada, yada. And so someone like Thomas Vassy votes against it. Oh, my God, you voted against the child cancer curing bill? Well, Yes. What else was in the bill? That's why there should be single issue bills. Single issue bills fix everything, but they're not going to do it, folks, because that's the way the game is played. This is where the uniparty, whatever you want to call it, that's where this comes into play. There's a reason they're not setting term limits. There's a reason they're not doing single issue bills, folks. And this is where the libertarian side of the play comes out. As long as they keep the left and the right fighting each other, politicians can continue getting rich, getting fatter off of our taxpayer dollar. Oh, did you see the $6 billion uh, mistake again from the Pentagon? This lady gets up there and she does this press briefing. Uh, according to our calculations, uh, we, we, we clearly got it wrong and we still have about $6 billion to send them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. These are the same people that are managing our tax money and sending it overseas for Pakistani gender research or $20,000 in Ecuador for tolerance for drag shows. 
bro. You, <laughs> it's gotten ridiculous. It's gotten ridiculous. But let's get back to the main issue here. Trump's interview. Um, Trump pleaded not guilty to 37 charges in the case last week and has accused prosecutors of an engaging in a witch hunt. Trump also said that he is not he is not he was not in possession of military secrets, but rather the documents referred to the indictment were newspaper magazine clippings. Trump's interview quickly became a trending topic on social media where numerous legal scholars criticized Trump over his comments during the interview, including his uh, his response to an audio recording in which the former president allegedly admitting to having classified documents prepared by the U.S. military. Several attorneys said the former president admitted to his alleged crimes. When I was watching the interview, I'm like, uh, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, uh, that that sounds like an admission of guilt to me. Just kind of. Uh, so, But in reality, though, how serious is this? I mean, come on. Let's be honest here. It's not that serious of a crime. But then again, Trump knew they were coming after him for anything. I find it very ironic the same guy that was supposed to outsmart the deep state keeps getting outsmarted or making stupid decisions. Don't give them any ammunition to come after you with. And he did. I just find it very ironic, folks. Very ironic. I think it's all a clown show, to be honest with you. Then again, I don't know. Um... If this clip is not being aired in digital ads by liberal groups by later tonight, they are not doing their jobs. Just brutal, Moss tweeted. Uh, Bradley Moss, the national security attorney, shared a clip on his Twitter account in which Bear is confronting Trump on his alleged mishandling of classified documentation. Uh, excuse me, classified documents. Um, you know, even Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is not a Trump fan. I think he's pulling for DeSantis at this point. But even Shapiro is just talking about this is horrible. This is horrible. Legal scholar Jonathan Turley pointed out that Trump's comments could have been used as evidence against him, saying the presidential hopeful discussed the criminal allegations in detail. Statements of this kind are generally admissible at trial, he wrote in one of several tweets about Trump's Fox News appearance. Turley, a George Washington University law professor who testified in defense of former president during his impeachment, said the interview was extraordinary and other series of tweets on the topic. The most significant legal element in the stating of his defense to the audio tape. Um, Trump will argue that there was never a document which the Iranian attack plan that he was referring to material referencing the plan. He said on the tape, Trump says a president uh, as president, I could have declassified, but now I can't except it is like highly confidential secret. This is secret information. Look, look at this. This was done by the military and given to me. Georgia State University law professor, professor Anthony Michael Chris mocked Trump in a slew. I don't give a f- I don't care about that. Um, and that guy's a, he's a shell. And again, this is another example of like when you have leftist lawyers or, you know, right-leaning lawyers, you don't know where to get your information from because again, they're all biased. They all want to either, they all either want them to be innocent or they want them to be guilty because again, they're just projecting their own political bias because they hate or love the guy. And then there's people like me that just kind of like, look, what is the, what is the level of legality they're going after this guy? Like how, how much, how much, how many teeth does this actually have? But apparently from what I'm reading on a lot of these sites, it's not good for Trump. Whether you like him or not. The other part of it is, why did you do this interview? Trump loves the press. And for the same guy that's, that, that just continues to go after Fox, says he hates Fox, fake news, unless they're quoting polls that favor him, and then he quotes them. I, I just don't get it. Why are you going on CNN? Why are you going on Fox? You've criticized them multiple times. You've went after them for fake news, yada, and then you go on and you help them out? Or then you do an interview and you talk, and you're like, I'm sorry. Folks, I think it's just kind of like common sense. When you are in the hot seat and you're being investigated, the worst thing you can do is go to the press for an interview. 
I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. He's just digging his grave. Like, what are you doing? Moving on. Democrats growing worried by a prospect of Joe Manchin launching third-party presidential bid. Joe Manchin, been in the news with the likes of Kristen Cinema way back when, a few months ago. Remember that? Blocking Joe Biden's freaking spending package. They're like, nope, too much, blah, 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 blah. Then Cinema went independent. I'm not sure. I think Manchin still stayed on the left. But now apparently he's independent. He's talking about he's considering launching a third-party presidential bid. Oh, man. I mean, do you think this... I need to get Austin Peters on the show and ask him about this. Do you think if Joe Manchin launches... Let me see which part. Is he talking about libertarians? Uh, Manchin may be the only Democrat capable of winning his West Virginia Senate seat. Um, Democrats on Capitol Hill are growing increasingly concerned that Senator Joe Manchin may launch a third-party presidential campaign in 2024, potentially tanking President Biden's chances of re-election. The danger of a potential Manchin presidential run is twofold for Democrats and that they cannot afford to have a spoiler siphon votes away from Biden. And they also, oh, you see, that is, that is a good point. They also have no reliable candidate to prevent Manchin's Senate seat from being, from falling to Republicans. Senator John Hickenlooper, Democrat of Colorado, said he spoke with Manchin about the issue this spring. but received a non-committal response from the West Virginia senator. I've advised him against it. I think it would be a terrible idea, Hickenlooper told Politico. It would help Donald Trump. There's so much in play here, because again, we don't know if Trump's going to secure the primary for Republicans. We don't know. We don't know what the outcome's going to be. But Joe Manchin, I don't know the level of support that guy has within the DNC. Naturally, he will get votes that will be taken away from Joe Biden, certainly not Trump. It could be very beneficial to the right. I, I just don't, I don't know. He doesn't have a chance, though. I hate saying that, but it's true. He doesn't. If he runs third party, he does not have a chance. It sounds, I don't know, from watching his policies, his stance on policy, he's more of a moderate Democrat than a progressive. Maybe there's a lot of the uh, boomer left that actually would appreciate somebody like this because Joe Biden, I'm telling you, he's not running in 2024, folks. I am telling you, that guy, he, no. Not gonna, it's like weakened at Biden's. He is like half dead, leaning over, and they're like propping this guy up. This guy is so out of it. So out of it. That's our president, folks. That is our president. Uh, Senator John Tester uh, echoed Hickenlooper's Hick concerns, saying it would be bad for the country if Joe didn't run for U.S. Senate. Meanwhile, Tim Kavi, Democrat at a VA, appealed to Manchin's pride in a statement to the outlet, suggesting Manchin would not back down from the fight to defend a Senate seat against the likely Republican challenger, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. Is it just me? But I'm really enjoying the lead up to the primaries. Because the infighting has just begun. And now we're seeing... We're seeing competitors come out of the woodwork that I never would have seen happen. It's like, wow, okay, now Biden's got to deal with this. He's got to deal with, you know, Manch potentially taking away. It makes sense. I just don't know how many votes he would get. It's curious, but third party never really, never usually does very well. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Ah. It's almost like somebody has been banging the war drum on this one for years. Years, I say, years. 
Top Air Force leader raises alarm on slumping standards amid China-Russia threats, saying second best won't cut it. Did you see the uh, the clip of the Air Force uh, lady? I think it was just general talking about how that when she's considering somebody for command position, she has to take into account their job experience, yes, but also their family because she doesn't want to assign people that have family members that in certain states couldn't get the health care they need, referencing trans people. The only health care that you can't get in states that are banning it is to gender transition your, excuse me, to sexually transition your child. And I'm sorry, if you as a leader are looking into something like that and making a determination on whether somebody is, is suitable for a job or not, you shouldn't be a leader. Are you kidding me with this? It blows my mind the level of just ignorance that we have in the middle. This came from a woke officer corps. These officers get brainwashed in these degenerate progressive institutions they call colleges, schools now, like freaking, uh, you have West Point's a big one. Oh yeah, West Point fell a long time ago, in case you didn't know that. All, all they're churning out now is woke officers. So officers come in, they get promoted, they graduate through the ranks, and they start enforcing these stupid progressive policies. This being one of them. This lady says, basically, she's she doesn't, bro, I'm, I'll have to share it on my Instagram. It is... It's just incredible. It is incredible. But I mean, does it really surprise you folks? Does it, does it really? Not me. Not anymore. Going back to the original one. Uh, critics have accused the military of prioritizing woke politics over readiness. Folks, it has been this way for years. Briefings on intersectionality politics, such as trans, gender, pronouns, have now replaced actual range time. Learning how to fight, training how to fight. This is what it's turned into, folks. We are a joke. We are a laughing, just a laughing joke on the international stage. Top Air Force leader acknowledged the concerns of many members who have complained of failing standards. And folks, this is the Air Force. Yes, the Air Force has very relaxed standards. I'll say it. I don't care who's offended by that. It's true. And if the Air Force is seeing this, then you know the Navy and the Marines and the Army are seeing this especially the army. The army went ultra woke. She says, based on my travels and conversations with airmen of all ranks, I've noticed a common concern regarding standards. Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force, Joanne S. Bass, wrote in a memorandum to members Tuesday, history shows that when standards erode, military capabilities and readiness decline. Say, what? No. You mean attending like 20 trans briefings and setting up new showers Making sure people don't call each other by the wrong pronouns. Are you kidding me with this? <laughs> okay. That's crazy to me. The letter comes as all branches of the military have faced questions over the seemingly woke turn uh, the country's armed forces have taken in the recent years. Oh, didn't they spend like $60 million replacing Fort Bragg's name to Fort Liberty or some crap like that? Lord Bragg was a confederate. Nobody even knows who Bragg was. The name has nothing. It's just the base and Bragg representation. Bragg, Hood, things like this. Yes, apparently some of them were confederate generals. I get it. But nobody knows that. Nobody thinks about that. I didn't even know what Bragg was named after until the woke people came after it. It was just Fort Bragg, home of the 82nd Airborne. Fort Liberty? I, really? Fort Liberty? This is the best you can do. Fort Liberty. You're kidding me. 
Like who? Okay. Say, let's just say, you know, it was a Confederate general. Fine. I can understand that. And by the way, the Civil War was not fought over slavery. It was a preservation of the Union. Slavery was a part of it, though. Uh-oh. Pissed off a lot of people. But if you want to replace the name, the best you came up with was Liberty? Why not somebody that won the Medal of Honor did something amazing or incredible? Liberty just sounds very generic and like that great value brand patriotism that just everybody gets annoyed with. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, folks. Sounds like a WNBA team. No, they hate Liberty over there. But I do respect the fact that Brittany Grenier now said that she will stand for the anthem and loves America. Now only to get thrown to a gulag. It's like, ah, oh, my bad. It's actually not that bad over here, guys. I was wrong. Weird. I mean, I'm just glad they're not touching the 101st Airborne. <laughs> the Screaming Eagles. At least uh, let's just let's let's pray they don't touch that one. I love the 101st. It's my 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 uh, that's my alma mater, if you will. The letter come. I've already read that part. Uh, didn't she? Wasn't she in the news for something bad not that long ago? Like maybe a year or two ago. Why does she look familiar? The concern over falling behind rivals was apparently shared by Bass, who warned a decline in standards would leave it more difficult to keep pace with rapid expansion of the Chinese military, Russian aggression, and other emerging global challenges. In our profession, second best won't cut it, Bass said in the memorandum. We must hold ourselves and others accountable. When any of us walk by or tolerate something below high standards, we damage our credibility. But yeah, but now you've murkied the waters with tolerance of pronouns, LGBT nonsense, all this other stuff. What are you talking about? It has infected the ranks and turned it into something just completely unrecognizable. Not a military for certain. You turn to a Disney corporation is what you are that just carries firearms. That's all you are. That's what, I mean, sorry, this just is what it is. It's the truth. You shifted focus on fighting and being combat ready, being efficient, effective, being the best trained, the best equipped, to advocating for this Gen Z nonsense, millennial slash Gen Z nonsense of, no, of pronouns. I still got buddies that are in. One's a first one. He's about to get out of hood. He's like, yeah, I've got people being investigated for using the wrong pronouns. In the infantry. In the infantry. You're kidding me. You are kidding me. Folks, I saw this back in 2015 when I was doing the car ran videos. When I was a drill sergeant, I saw it firsthand and then became an SGL at Fort Stewart Non-Commissioned Officers Academy. The level of wokeness, the level of identity politics was through the roof. Through the roof. And since then, we've just continuously declined. The standards, it's, it's just very interesting, folks. You look at the standards and how they've dropped. The Army wanted to spend, I don't know how much money of your, your taxpayer dollars to research a new PT test. Now, the old one did need to get tweaked. This is true. But they have changed and lowered standards left and right. They were 25% below recruitment standards. Did you know that? They are hemorrhaging. Nobody wants to join. It's not your grandfather's Army. When you've got kids coming out of basic training saying it wasn't hard, it was just annoying, you failed. You failed. We're not teaching leadership. We're focusing on the wrong things. We are majoring on minors. The role of the military, regardless of which branch, is combat readiness, 
to seek and destroy. That is your military's role, not all this other crap. And people don't want to join. I, I don't blame them. It's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Leader's memo also comes at a time when the branches of all the military have been battling a recruitment crisis unseen in nearly 50 years. Well, folks, what's the independent variable here? What have you changed? The war is over in the Middle East. You would think recruitment numbers would go back up because people want to get that college money and not have to risk getting their arms and legs blown off in an IED. They were QMPing people left and right when I got out. They were overstrengthed. And that was back in 2016. I didn't get you. I, I got, I volunteered to get out and they're like, yeah, you can go. I was like, deuces. I'm done. But they, do you remember that? If you're a veteran, if you're a veteran in the chat, press one, press one in the chat on kick and rumble YouTube as well. I'm watching all of them. How many of you veterans in the chat? A lot of them. Do y'all remember the QMPs, the quality management program back in 2016, 2017, 2018, they were dropping people left and right. They were kicking people out left and right. They didn't care. They were so overstrengthed that combat veterans that had served honorably for so long were basically said, you know, hey, if you haven't met the criteria or whatever, you're getting pink slipped. Now, you can't bring them back fast enough. So what changed? Standards changed. Recruitment criteria changed. And here's the, here's the problem right now that people don't understand. Being that your recruitment levels are so low, you've dropped your standards and you've allowed in pieces of crap that should not be in the military. You've handcuffed the drill sergeants. You've handcuffed the NCO Corps. They can't do it. Hazing needs to come back. The first thing I'd implement, bring back hazing. Hazing was very complimentary to Esprit de Corps. It was needed. It made you feel like a part of a team. Naturally, there has to be limits. Of course. Smoke sessions, coming back. Pronouns, gone. Transgenderism, nope. Standards will return. The old school army worked. It was efficient. It was effective. The only thing that changed were your standards and those that implemented said standards. Just crazy. Crazy how that works, right? A lot of veterans in the chat. They remember. Make sure you hit that share button, folks. Retweet us out on Twitter, AA Savage Show. The leader's memo also comes at a time when all branches of the military have been battling a recruitment crisis unseen in nearly 50 years, including the Air Force, which was forced into fiscal year 2022 to dig deep into its pool of delayed entry program candidates, DEPRs what they called, to fill the ranks. While the move helped the Air Force meet its recruiting goals last year, it set them behind target for meeting their objectives in 2023. The military needs to realize, the Pentagon needs to realize, until you get rid of these standards, folks, imagine that you have an 18-year-old son or daughter and you see what the military has turned into. You see the lack of standards. You see they're focusing on the wrong things. The wokeness is just full of them. It's just full. It's all over the ranks. I wouldn't want my child to join either. There's no discipline. I'd be scared for their safety. The country's largest military branch, the Army, has been the hardest hit by the recruiting crisis, coming 15,000 recruits short 
of its 2023 goals. However, Army Secretary Christine Wormuth has taken a seemingly different approach to the problem, blaming critics of the military's so-called woke policies for contributing to the crisis. As I sit here with my hand raised proudly in the sky, saying I am one of them. She says, we are a ready army, not a woke army, Wormuth told reporters last week. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you remember the woke army ad that you ran as an official recruitment tactic of the child little girl with two moms? Promoting, I fought for freedom with my mothers as we marched through the streets, blah, blah, blah. blah. That, okay, yeah, whatever. A little different. You didn't have any opposition. Nobody was shooting at you. You weren't dealing with IEDs. What are you talking about fighting for free? You weren't fighting. You were marching in protest. There's a difference. But yes, you did go woke. You 100% did go woke. You kidding me with this? We are not a woke army. She needs to be fired. Get rid of her. She clearly, it's like you want to fix the issue, but you can't even effectively identify and describe the problem. Because in so doing, you have to concede that your policies failed. Your mindset failed. People don't want it, and you don't like that. It rubs you the wrong way. It gets your ranger panties twisted. Well, guess what, sister? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. This is what the people want. And guess who your recruitment pool is from? The people. So if the people say, we don't want these woke ads, we don't want a woke military, you can't sit there and pearl clutch and finger point and browbeat people that accuse you of going woke, hence being the reason why nobody wants to join. Ah, we're not woke. Yes. Yes, you are. You 100% are. I mean, <laughs> you got to be Ray Charles not to see this one coming. Come on. Come on. But Bass instead encouraged Air Force members to look inward, encouraging them to take responsibility for upholding high standards. What high standards? These standards that you enforce go against people's individual beliefs. Trans being one of the biggest. When something is not right, not if the standards have the moral courage to do something. Are you kidding me? Your moral courage is found in the idea that your perspective has to be the one adopted by all and the rest of them are wrong. And if they're not, it's not adopted, they're booted out. You cannot sit there and have on one side saying that you have to comply with woke policies, woke ideology. And then when your recruitment numbers drop, suddenly start saying, well, you need to have the standards to, you know, the moral integrity to uphold the standards. But the standards are founded in woke policy beliefs. So again, you're only exacerbating the problems. You're not fixing it. And the fact that you can't even identify said problem means that you're just really not very good as a leader. Your ego is getting in the way. And it will not let you concede to the fact that you're wrong. And people don't want to serve in a woke military. All right, moving on. Durham. You seeing this? It's live right now, I believe. Durham testifies the FBI ignored Hillary Clinton plan to link Trump to Russia. Durham says the plan to tie Trump to Russia links back to Clinton. Now, again, this is where the waters get a little muddied. And then, you know, you start saying like, yeah, Trump was illegally targeted. He was monitored by the FBI. I'm still waiting to see any repercussions happen for that. The Obama administration, the Durham report very clearly defines that this whole Russian hoax collusion was BS by the Hinton, the, the Clinton campaigns. I'm just, I'm curious on this. Does this justify what Trump's going through right now? No. He should have known better. Being the fact that he's got an eye on his back like this doesn't mean you double down and do something stupid because now people are watching you. It's interesting. 
John Durham says FBI agents apologized to him for how Russian hoax probe was undertaken. Special counsel John Durham said a number of FBI agents apologized to him for the manner in which so-called 2016 Russian hoax investigation was undertaken at the Bureau. Speaking for the House Judiciary Committee at a hearing on Wednesday, Durham told Congress that active and retired FBI agents apologized to him for how the Bureau's investigation was conducted into then-President Donald Trump for alleged Russian collusion. I've had any number of FBI agents I've worked with over the years. Some of them are retired. Some of them are still in place who've come to me and apologized for the manner in which that investigation was undertaken, Durham said. Another reason why the FBI should not exist. If the opposing political side can potentially weaponize it, it should not exist. And clearly, they have. I'm going to have to listen to the Durham hearings after the show. I believe it's still live. He said, I've had any number of... Oh, let me talk about that. Agents apologize. Okay. In 2020, then Attorney General Bill Barr... Wasn't that a Trump appointee? Appointed Durham as a special counsel to investigate the FBI's probe in the Trump campaign for alleged Russian collusion. With Bill Barr that now has turned on Trump, his uniparty and deep state like the rest of Drano morons trying to call him, Bill Barr appointed Durham to go in there and do this investigation, which clearly provided that Trump was innocent. You know that scene from Always Sunny where Charlie's got the red lines all over all the maps and he's trying to piece it together and he looks like crazy? That's what the, the MAGA shill influencer network looks like right now. Wait a minute. Bill Barr turned on Donald Trump. He's uniparty. He's bought and paid. He's deep state, deep state. Where we go when we go all drink the Kool-Aid. Yet he appointed Durham that cleared Trump. I'm just curious how this uh, anthill or spider web of your logic works. It It's mind boff. Just, I, I don't get it. Not the sharpest, sharp, sharpest tool in the drawer. Just saying. I'm just saying. Now, I'm glad. I'm glad they found him innocent because he was. Apparently, that's good. That's good news. I'm not going to be so biased and sit here and say, oh, I hope Trump is guilty. No, I'm glad he didn't break the law. That's awesome. Obama did. The Hillary Clinton campus. So what's going to happen there? Again, this is why the situation we're facing right now is so confusion because you have unfair application of justice across the board. The Durham thing proved Hillary's campaign was in on this. They spread these lies. So where's the prosecution for this? Now, technically, more like legal suits, civil lawsuits, I would imagine. But then again, wasn't she still Secretary of the State? Secretary, when, when was she out of that, Secretary of State? Could be wrong on that one. But either way, when you look at what they facilitated, what the Obama administration did as far as, as far as spying on the Trump campaign, where's the equal justice for that? So that's why I feel very hypocritical in saying that, you know, Trump should be charged if he broke the law in regards to handling classified documents, but you're also not charging other people on the left. So where does that leave us? It pisses me off. I, I don't have an answer for you, folks. I do not have an answer for you. Do we suddenly disregard all law now? Because if it's not equally applied across the board, what's the point? It's a banana republic. That's where we're heading. But if we concede to the fact that Adam Schiff should be fined 
in complete opposition to what the Eighth Amendment clearly defines, then all is lost. We've got nothing. We are the only ones holding, still clinging by a thread to any semblance of constitutionality when it comes to law and government. Because folks, once the GOP cuts it, America's in very bad shape. Very bad shape. I've tried to get people to understand this and explain it to them, but I can only tweet so much before I get banned. Apparently, I'm very well known in the Twitter. I told about this earlier. I'm very well known in the Twitter user guidelines facility because apparently I make death threats against trans people, which I, okay, whatever. Making dark humor jokes, not the same as death threats, but okay. We've got to maintain our constitutionality. We've got to maintain those standards because if we don't, folks, all is lost. All is lost. We're, we are speedily heading that direction. Uh, extremely absurd and irresponsible. China fires back after Biden labels Z a dictator. I mean, he is. I mean, he is, but still. Even the Chinese don't respect Biden. The old man's off his rocker, whatever. China has called comments by President Joe Biden describing Chinese leader Xi Jinping as a dictator extremely absurd and irresponsible. Really? I mean, I have to agree with President Biden as much as it pains me to say that. He's actually right. And then China doubles as, ah, it's irresponsible and absurd. You literally are communists. You kidding me? You have people, ugh, you've enslaved the Uyghur. Oh, get out of here. Stop. Stop. Come on. China, come on. You know better. You know better. You are. Just ignore. Come on. Even, even North Korea is like, oh, he's full of shit. Yeah. He's a dictator. Come on. Last, most certainly not least, Hunter Biden. Apparently they're charging him. But for what? That's the question. All the crimes of Hunter Biden's ridiculous plea deal missed. Hunter is resolved. Apparently it's gun stuff. Illegally possessing a firearm. Tax stuff. Things that have gotten other people put in jail for. Hunter is resolved. The words yesterday for Hunter Biden's counsel, Chris Clark, were confident and certain. He declared the five-year investigation effectively closed even as the Justice Department insisted the investigation is ongoing. If none of this seems to make sense, it is because it doesn't. For years, the political and media elite have struggled to resolve the disaster that is Hunter Biden. They have finally done so with a long-predicated controlled demolition of the scandal by having the president's son plead guilty to a couple of minor tax violations without a serious threat of jail time. I called this. I called this. This dude's getting a slap on the wrist, a fine, maybe some probation. Maybe some probation. This is an attempt for Biden's administration not to please the right, because the right wants to see Hunter Biden in jail. He's trying to please his own side, saying, hey, man, look, we hold even our own to the, to the law, you know, the thing, man. And is the biggest slap on the wrist that other people have gone to jail for. Just, wow. They even threw in a phantom felony allegation that was evaporated once Hunter completes a diversity pro- oh my a diversion program. 
The diversion program is particularly insulting to the intelligence of American people. Hunter is reportedly no longer an addict, having attended treatment and taken up painting that he sells for $500,000 a pop. Yet he will be treated like he is a junkie picked up in a drug sweep, and everyone will pretend that this is about addiction rather than corruption. The Justice Department continues to refuse to confirm what it means by an ongoing investigation, but it often used this claim to refuse to share material with Congress. There is reason to be suspicious. First, no one can explain why it took five years for the investigation of two minor tax counts and a gun allegation that could have been confirmed in a month. Muddy the waters. Muddy the waters. Let's try and shift the blame to something else completely different and forget about that gun charge behind the curtain. I mean, how would that make the Biden administration look that that Joe Biden's own son violated gun laws? Hey, man, put some gun laws on my desk, Congress. I'll pass it. (sighs) Meanwhile, your own son is out there in legal possession of a firearm. He got kicked out of the, what was it, Air Force for smoking crack? He was an officer. Again, unequal applications of the law have made the American people. And look, I get why the MAGA side is so up in arms over Adam Schiff. I get it because when you see things like this, it shows a consistent beatdown of the right and the lack of upholding law and equally applying it across the board. And naturally, even I feel like we've been slighted. I get it. I get it. Navy, excuse me, it was Navy, my bad. That explains the gay accusations. It's gay month, whatever. But I get where they're coming from. Makes sense to me. But even still, we had four years under Trump. What'd he do? He funded the FBI more, but he appointed Ray. I'm sorry. You cannot sit there and play around with a scorpion and then get like shocked when the scorpion stings you. But apparently now when he goes back in, he's going to attack it. Bro, I'm sorry. You had your chance. You had your chance. That's just my stance on that. Hunter also never faced any charges after videotaping himself engaged in interstate violations involving a host of prostitutes and drugs. This is now simply material for a scrapbook. So all this says is that if you're in politics, you can break the law and you get a slap on the wrist. If it's you or me, Joe Blow on the street, you're going to jail and you're going to face a lot of fines. There is a glaring omission of any charge under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, despite the Justice Department using this charge freely against associates of former President Donald Trump like Paul Manafort. However, again, it would not take five years to establish. Oh, hell no. How fast they unseal those indictments on Trump down in Florida. My God, it was like 48 hours after announcing. D.A. Bragg took like about a week and then it just kind of faded away because it was it was a big nothing burger. But Florida, man, they pushed quick on that. But this, the Hunter Biden, I didn't know what was going on for five years. That long, How much money, how much taxpayer money was spent on this? So government investigation, federal investigation took how long and cost us how much? And this is the best you came up with. Even though on his laptop, it's literally there. Folks, this is a blatant disregard of the law. So what's going to happen? That's the question. What's going to happen? America's doomed, folks. I hate to tell you this. 
The corruption is there. It's always going to be there. Any form of government, any method of economic um, practice is going to come with the human element of corruption. I think the part that people have to really stand or understand is choosing which one has less corruption. You think communism and socialism doesn't have corruption? You think capitalism doesn't? They all have corruption. The human level or the human ability of corruption is always going to exist. Greed? Absolutely. It's picking the lesser of all the evils. Now, realistically, if there was no corruption, capitalism would be your best way forward, 100%. But this right here by the government, you still better pay your taxes. You still better pay your taxes. So they can waste your money, folks. We have to start getting some candidates out there that are not part of this three-ring circus, this clown show. Serious candidates, serious elected representatives that can go out there and actually fight for the people. Not be like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who claims to be a GOP part type person, yet backs McCarthy, who is a Ukraine sympathizer, an actual rhino. Promises those J6 tapes, still don't have them. If you haven't seen James O'Keefe most recently breaking thing on um, Blackhawk, excuse me, Blackwater, go check it out. Very, I mean, even this guy is interviewing, or the, the lady interviews this. Basically, he even concedes there. He tells her, he's like, you know, war is great for business. Russia bombs some wheat silos in Ukraine. Ukraine's one of the major exports is bread, wheat, things like that. Prices go up. It's great for war. But, you know, it's not shocking. He even says the banks control everybody. These investors that you can buy a politician for $10,000. Really? That's cheap. Honestly, that's very cheap. Is that just me? That's very cheap. $10,000 is all they go for these days? I mean, I remember when it was like, you know, you had to pay a good buck. I mean, watch movies like Sopranos or uh, Godfather and stuff. I thought they like cost a lot more, but apparently not. Mm -hmm. That's just me. But anyway, that does it for today's episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Hey, if you've not gone over right after this, go check out shellshockcbd.com to sponsor the episode or 1920brand.com. Love you and we appreciate you. Josh should be back tomorrow. He's probably in the studio now. He's in his office, but uh, God forbid. <laughs> Poor guy. But again, shellshockcbd.com. Again, all of our products come with a money back guarantee. You can't beat that, folks. Try it out. Improve your quality of life, your quality of sleep, pain management. We've got you. If you're curious about anything, go to the website and basically talk to our customer support representative on the messaging button on the website itself. We've got you back. We're going to help you out, folks. Again, support us over there. You can go check me out on kick.com slash John Burke. Become a subscriber. We appreciate you. And also, don't forget to follow and share and retweet the All-American Savage Show over on Twitter, AA Savage Show. Until tomorrow... You stay savage, man.